Welcome to another episode of Jordans and Jazz. Again, I'm your host, Juan Williams. And for those of you that are new to my show, uh, or uh, also new to my channel, uh, I'm a musician. Uh, and I also teach piano and guitar lessons focused uh, on jazz, funk, hip-hop, and R&B. I also worked at an athletic shoe store. Uh, that's really where my uh, sneaker collection uh, really took off. So if you're a fan of sneakers, fan of music, you're definitely in the right place. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, hit the bell for any notifications. Uh, also hit the like button and uh, leave a comment down below about the show. Follow me on Instagram at Jordans and Jazz. Uh, that's where I do uh, have my uh, latest pickups uh, for sneakers and some of the music that I'm listening to. So I have my kicks of the day on there. Uh, also, uh, follow me on Twitter at Jordans and Jazz. That's where I do have notifications of uh, new videos that I that I uh, have up or when I am going live. So today I do have uh, a great show for you. Uh, I did want to share my kicks of the day as uh, the Jordan 3 uh, Jordan 3 uh, patchwork. I picked those up over the holiday season, so I definitely had to grab grab those. And I actually ended up picking up two pair because I was on one of the Nike lives and I ended up uh, grabbing. Uh, they, If you join the Nike live for one of the shows, they uh, they allowed you to get another pair, you know, so I ended up picking up two pair. So that's my that's my kicks of the day. So, again, I have a guest today and let's go ahead and bring in. Cameron, man, we got the Man of the Year album. What's That's what's up, man. What's happening? Good to see you, man. Man. <laughs> man, thank you for coming through. We got, like I said, we got your, we got your new album dropping. Yeah. Um, 12, 31, 21. Coming up here, oh, this week, this Friday. That's right. This Friday, we got it. We got it coming up, so... So again, make sure you you check that out. Where where are we gonna be able to find that? Where are we gonna be able to find that album? You know, we got we got it uploaded on every single platform. So it'll be going live on Apple Music, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Title, Google Play, Am Amazon Music, everything. <laughs> it'll be live, as well as most importantly, you get a physical copy directly from yours truly. So you can follow me on Twitter. At Cam Saw He Conquer Three, as well as Instagram at Cam Saw He Conquer Three. Okay, and so so that's what we got. So that, of course, my album of the week has got to be <laughs> it's, it's got to be the Man of the Year, uh, Volume One, Black Rose. That's right. Uh, why why do you think this was the right time for you to drop this album? Well, you know, it's been a long time coming. This is my second, you know what I'm saying, project. My mm -hmm. first project was Man of the Hour. I released it in 2015. And at that time, I want to say, like, hip-hop was in a different space, mm -hmm. um, you know. And I was excited to release my first project. You know, I really focused on the lyrics and the music, and I wanted to make sure it was a quality body of work. But at that particular time, it was like the year of the mumble rap. You know <laughs> oh, what I'm yeah. So it was not... Unfortunately, it was it was drowned out by all the other rappers. You know what I'm saying. So I didn't get the notoriety that I felt like it deserved. And uh, I'm gonna be keep I'm gonna keep it real with you. I was discouraged. You know what I'm saying when that happened. You know what I mean? Because I put my all into that record. 
Mm-hmm. And then May of this year, you know, due to COVID, you know, I lost my mom. And that was really what put the battery in my back to, like, put the project in the full gear, you know. I had, like, ideas in my head, but I didn't really know what I wanted to say okay, or how to say it. But when, when that happened in May, that was when I really got busy with writing and just started writing how I was feeling, you know what I mean? I could, I could really tell, like, you know, when, when you were writing this or with the lyrics, it was – it. I was like, okay, there's something that you want to say, or there, there was really some, uh, some self-reflecting. Yeah. On, on everything. Yeah. Like, I really felt like there, you know, it was like there was, a, there was a look back period that you, or you know, there was a look inside that now, you did. That was the thing, you know, what I'm saying like for me, uh, you know, I could have made a record. It could have been like a sad album. I could have did that, losing my mom, because me and my mom were close. Yeah. Still are, you know. But like, what I wanted to do was make like a triumph album mm-hmm. you know and and embrace her life and what it meant to me and like the lessons that she taught me because in those six years you know what i'm saying i got married and then got a divorce <laughs> and you know what i'm saying i was changing jobs and you know money wasn't you know the best that it's ever been for me you know mm-hmm. in that in that span of time and so things started to really just kind of shake you know like the ground from beneath me you know what i mean and so so with so with this album just being able to like look back what how did you uh how did that then how did it help shape this album you know um for for sure the writing process was therapeutic for me you know what i'm saying okay. because you know that's that's always been the way that i've been able to say how i feel and one thing about me, my lady Ashley will tell you, like, I'm not afraid to say I feel. You probably even heard me <laughs> express my feelings, you know what I'm saying? And so that that process was really good for me with with the music. And then I had people like you. I had some of my other friends and family really encouraging me to get back in the studio and record. So, you know, I want to say end of October was when I had a couple of my features come from Los Angeles and I had to put it in the hard hard gear and, and start recording so we can get the album out at the end of this year. Okay. And with so I wanted to to take it back to that point that you made that uh the, the music, you know, music being therapeutic for you know, therapeutic for you. Right. Cause one of the songs that sticks out, and I think it sticks out for a lot of people that that heard the album. Yeah. Is Music Kill Myself. Yeah. Yeah. That and I've noticed so I had this conversation uh, with another friend of mine and you, you, so you stated, you know, like with COVID and it seems like a lot of people started to bond over music. Yeah. Like music was a really great way for, for people to bond over, over music. And so when I heard that song and I'm like, I'm like, that's it. Yeah. Like you, like how you were feeling in that moment when you were writing that song, uh, it seemed like, this was a way for you to connect to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that particular song was especially, that was like the fourth song I wrote. Okay. And so I wrote the hook, which was simple, but at the same time, it was a feeling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I knew like the singer that I would get on it. I wanted them to sing it from the stomach. You know what I mean? Okay. To feel that. <laughs> and then like with, with my rhyme, I, I knew I wanted another, rapper on on the song i didn't want to occupy too much of it because the one thing i did on the first album was i didn't have any mc features it was just me 
And I took a page from like Nas, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's one of my favorite. And so um, oh, we, we'll get into I think we, we, we should get into that story yeah. a little bit later. We'll, we'll, we'll talk get, about we'll that. We'll get to it, man. But um, <laughs> so this this particular song, I'm like, I need two different rhymers besides me. Right. Mm -hmm. to, to really feel the track in. And I felt like I did a good job getting a blend with Nico Deshaun and um, Hypel. You know what I mean? Because they're both different. Hypel is an actor as well as an MC. Okay. And, I, and they probably know him by his acting name, his government name, which is Leonard uh, Searcy. And and then Nico, he's he's like family to me. That's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so we grew up together. And so him just growing up and like developing his own love for the music. Uh, just blew me away, and I knew at one point I wanted to get him on a record, and it was this one. That was so. That was I was leading up to like who we got featured on this album, because you know as I'm listening to it, you know like there's all the you know there's features coming in. I mean, I think there, there's a couple special people that you that you got featured on this album. Yeah, you know, and and one person's personality really comes through yeah Who, whose personality is that you're talking about little cam <laughs> yeah cammy cam man like i i was just like when i when i hear it i'm like man who, i'm like yeah who is that how i mean how old is she how old 12, is she? 12 she's 12 old. i'm yeah. like man at 12 there's no way i know that that i you know like the <laughs> there's no way like me and this is her <laughs> she's the new improved cameron for real you know what i'm saying yeah like i mean I, how special was that for you you know, shout out to uh, Sincere. He really, you know, kind of planted that seed. I knew I wanted to do something, but I didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I would mention her in virtually every rhyme. You know what I'm saying? So her voice is 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 fun and it's full of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 so, you know, being able to find those pockets where I could add her to the to the welcome to the show and pray for forgiveness, and then the song that we did together with. Don't say goodbye. Mm -hmm. It's a special thing for 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 uh, artists. I, I imagine that's how Jay Z felt. You know what I'm saying? Having a uh, Blue Ivy on four four four. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, no, that was a that was a highlight for sure. Yeah, it was. I mean, sometimes you know, like I, you know, I'll hear like people will have their kids, but but the personality of your daughter is yeah. just like, I mean, it's out of this world. She is, man. <laughs> she's she's a she's her own star in her, in her own right. She asked uh -huh. me how much I was gonna pay her. <laughs> I was like, nobody's getting paid yet. <laughs> nobody's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But we making sure that, you know, the publishing and all of that's right. She's on her business, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, any other any other features, you know? Yeah, so the person who opened, everybody's important to me, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So the, the person who opened up the album, uh, Lola Franks, mm -hmm. she is my cousin, and she lives in North Carolina, and she's a renowned poet, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, a legend in her own right. And so um, I was really honored that she agreed to be on that record uh, for me. And then um, obviously Ashley, that's my queen, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So she's a superstar, Ashley DeBose. <laughs> um, and so, you know, for her to just be gracious enough to, to really do whatever I asked in terms of making the project what it is, I'm humbled by that, you know. Um, Malik, Malik's one of my mentors from Jersey, from Patterson, and uh, he was on track number seven and number eight, Malik's okay. interlude. He's got a really soulful, uh, falsetto, beautiful voice, you know. Um, Noel sings, Chasing De Niro, I don't want to leave nobody out, Brittany Delaney, <laughs> Sincere, yeah. Cool James. Yeah, got to gotta shout out all, you know, all the people that, that made the album. I yeah. mean, I think, like I said, I mean, I, I told you this, that, you know, that this work of art, like yeah. it's, you know, like you really put a lot into it and 
but it but it shows but that's the but that's part of it too right like yeah. no matter what like this this work of art is is there yeah it's gonna is live it, forever you, yeah you you said that to me and i and i appreciated that you know i really wanted to make quality that's that's always been my thing my mom mm -hmm. taught me that you know quality over quantity and, and i know you share those same uh you know appreciations for quality you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah that's my mom <laughs> yeah exactly so with this album you know because i'm i'm pushing people respectfully mm -hmm. to to buy in and purchase the album i wanted it to be something worth your money you know what i'm saying so when you were like you could tell you took your time i did you know i went to the best studios i spent a good amount of money, you know what I'm saying, to make it what it is. And so I just want people to get their money's worth. Like uh, Michael Jackson or Prince, when you come to one of their performances, all they say is they want to make sure that the people get their money's worth. And that's, right. that's the same thing with the record. Yeah, I told you. I was like, man, everybody. I mean, if they get it from me, yeah. if, if hey, okay, so you can get the album. You can get the you can pre-order from you, right? Yep, directly, directly from you. Yeah, and it's dope because yeah. Oh no, get it, get it from Cam because I'm telling you, if you try to get it from me, it's a lot more expensive. It's, yeah, it's like <laughs> four times more. Expensive. Yeah, four times more. You know I'm, 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 I might actually, I might be charging, you know, <laughs> even more than that now. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's got when, the files. He's you got know, the, the files. price went up. <laughs> Today's price. Is not, <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. You know, what's funny, though, about that is, um, you know, even like the whole package and how it gets sent to people mm -hmm. is, is art in itself. Yeah. So when people really like when they get the package, when they get the physical copy, everything that I'm putting in the box. And I mail it to them. They're going to be like, I got all of this for $25. And for those who are in Minnesota right now, if you pre-order before Thursday, I'm doing a private performance for anybody who pre-orders, you know what I'm saying, at a secret location that won't be advertised. So you want to see me perform the entire uh, album? Uh, hit me up because I'm bringing everybody with me. It's going to be <laughs> it's gonna be live. Hey, look, hit me up. If you want to go, hit me up. Man, look, I just, just tell them Juan sent you. <laughs> OG one, OG <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I look. You're like, hey, did you buy that? No, dude, just show up. <laughs> <laughs> we will have security, just so you know. Man, just tell them one sent you. <laughs> you know, I'm have faith, have faith. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I like it. I like it. No, man. So it's gonna be a good time. It really yeah. is. And you know, it's 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 a pre-party before the party, right? Okay. So it's on the thirtieth. You know what I'm saying? We got uh, New Year's Eve on the 31st. We right. got we got Cameron Man's Day on the 31st. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Man <laughs> of the year. Man of the year. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's a great time to like spend time, you know, with me. We have a great time. There'll be complimentary beverages for people. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> all of this for 25 bucks, you will not get this again. It's going to be like uh, four times the price <laughs> next time we drop another album. Four times the price. That's right. I, I'm telling you. Look, pre-order it, hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, listen, it ain't it ain't the first time somebody did it. It ain't the first time somebody did it. If you believe in the movement, you want to see it be what it can be. Go ahead and support. There's been people, to be fair, Juan. There's been people who's actually spent. You know, I won't even disclose the amount, but I was honored by it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because they just respect what we're doing. You know what I mean? So. You know, 25 is what we asked for because it allows us to ship it out and include everything that we're including in it. But if you want to pay more, you're always welcome to do so.
All right. Well, okay. Well, so so you telling me I gotta spend? I gotta send more money your way? No, no, you're my guy. No, you're my guy. Plus, this is, it's an honor to be here, man. So no, we tight. We tight. Yeah. Okay. I I just want to make sure. Yeah. You know, you know we, we solid. We solid. Okay. Plus, we good. Casa, casa oh, amigo. I got the oh the casa amigos on there. So yeah, we uh we in there. Tell me about the. Tell me about your. Uh, you, you kind of spoke about your process. Tell me about your your writing process, and yeah. you know what you know, and what it was like creating this album. Just you know, just kind of walk me through that a little bit. Well, you know, the writing process for me has really matured because at one point, like I used to be in a room, it was dark, nobody could say anything to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I have headphones on, and I'm just listening to music. Um, and so this time it's a little different. I can write with people around me, but I still like to have my own space, if, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what I kind of do is I, I lean on a couple of producers I've worked with in the past. One particular, Tone Jones, phenomenal musician. Next, we're getting you on volume two, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, you know what I'm saying? I listen to those beats and I'm, I'm kind of formulating a song in my head. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't even know what, you know, what it's going to sound like. I just know what it feels, you know? Okay. And so right. when I'm like, when I'm arranging music, I'm arranging it by a feeling, you know, like a book or like a movie. You know what I'm saying? How we start in one place and we end in another place. And that's kind of how I formulate the album. Because I, I could kind of tell that it wasn't it. I felt that the way that the songs were structured. Yeah. Were uh, were a little bit different than you know just what you'll normally hear on the radio, right? Right, or you know just songs that just come out. It I felt like there was a different type of uh, just, just structure, yeah, in everything. It, it's so. a it's a feeling, man. <laughs> it's a feeling, bro. Like I feel it, and I'm and I'm writing to that feeling, and I try to stay true to that. You know what I'm saying? Always. And so one of the things, and you know, I don't know if you mentioned this yet, but I don't curse in my rhymes. Okay, I think okay, yeah, I think there was a lyric in, in one of you said making a whole album without a without a curse word. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's uh greatest never known. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. So what type of rapper make an album without cussing? I'ma do it again just to show him that it's nothing. Rakim. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Rakim. Yep. So Rakim. that I mean, Rakim is one of the, the hardest. Yeah, one of the greatest. Of the I had greatest. this debate with with another uh friend of mine that, you know, he, he didn't think Rakim was that, you know, that great. He thought he was good, but He's but no, but Rakim was, yeah, he he had rhymes that, you know, or mm -hmm. he had albums with no cuss words. You know, and I and, think I think when you get to that point as an MC where you can do that and you're confident in your message mm -hmm. you're now nah, you're it's like you're playing with like house money at that point right nobody can tell me anything because it's like i don't need to curse to get my point across not only that i can have my daughter rap my rhymes and believe me <laughs> she be rapping my rhymes right that, that's a good feeling you know what I'm saying? Okay. If I was disrespecting women and I was calling women B's and H's and whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want my daughter saying that. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it's just being conscious of 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 that. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, being a good role model. Okay. Yes, sir. But still, the being able to switch out words with a curse word, though, like that's that's all. That's a different type of creative space. I yeah. think you have to be in. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's you know what it is. I t I tell people all the time to write with intent. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Write with intent. You know. So whatever I'm putting down, even I, and I told my daughter this, even if it's something that you don't like, don't write it, because it becomes real once you write it. You know what I'm saying? So you can think it, but if you write it, it's like that's the magic right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Putting it down, and so I I always think about that. You know that's why I I I would rather use my phone. <laughs> 
so I can delete, you know, on my computer. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Every once in a while, though, I bring out that pen and pad, man. It, it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the smell of ink when you, okay. you know. Okay, yeah, I don't know about the smell. Of, I don't know. I mean. Oh, man. You, <laughs> yeah. you be writing enough. You start to smell, you know. <laughs> yeah. The pages be on fire. Uh, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Headphones be on fire. 100%. Oh, that song when yeah, when I heard that, I was like, hold on, man. I want to I don't want my headphones to catch on. Man, nah, on that, fire. that man on fire. So, you know, Man on Fire came from one of my favorite movies from Denzel, Man okay, on Fire. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, you know, that was that was a statement record. You know, that was a statement record of addressing hip hop's climate right now. I see the shift changing. Because I remember when, I kid you not, I remember when uh, J. Cole was on MySpace before he signed to Rock Nation. I remember right before Kid Cudi Blue, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He was signed to Fool's Gold, but he, he wasn't like as big as he is, you know? Okay. And so, you know, they kind of come up in this era where music is changing. We're doing streams. Nobody's buying records no more. Mm-hmm. But I see how people respond still to J. Cole when he rhymes, you know, or even yeah. Kid Cudi, you know what I'm saying? Because he got an energy with his music. Yeah. And I realized, like, I think it's coming back around. I mean, Nas, for example, shout out to Nas with Magic. Yeah. With Magic? <laughs> yeah, just when you could just drop stuff, you're just like, you know what? Just create an album and just and just drop it. And so this Actually, with with King with King's disease, so King King's disease too. Right. It really made me. It, it kind of made me shift because I'm always thinking about you know ways that you know that artists can you know get their stuff out there. What's the most um, what's the most efficient way for mm-hmm. an artist to you know get their music out and and so I'm always I'm always thinking about about it that way and. I was I was really not sold on like albums anymore. Mm. Like I really I mean you're right. I'm like I'm like albums is cool, but I was like the purpose of the album is really to sell the uh, the single, n- not the single, but uh, it's tour. it's revolved around the the tour cycle. Right, right. Like albums are really really the album is to, is really to to help build momentum for the tour for a tour cycle, right? So you have so if you have two albums, you you have three tour cycles. Yeah, right. And so that was that was and so it was just kind of like yeah you'll 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 make an album but it's really there for the tour cycle, but what I started to see is more artists putting a lot more so like you said there's a shift so now I see artists putting more uh, effort into their their album again yeah and that it and then so when I seen when I heard this album and I was like. I get it, and I remember, and it made me remember. I was like, "This is why I love albums. Yeah. This is why I love music." Yeah, you know. So when I when I hear this project, and I'm like, "Oh, this is exactly what you know that this is exactly what you're supposed to do." Right. And you use it, but you use it to your advantage. Hundred percent. That so that that's what I like about that's what I like about your album and, and the and the work of art that it is is that it it make I think it it reminds people of oh yeah. These, this is what an album is. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, that's, this that's is big, man. <laughs> that's like, oh, this is what an album, right? Yeah. And and that's the same thing. Like when Nas dropped King's Disease, it wasn't about a tour cycle or anything like that. It was about like, man, I, I got one of the hottest producers right now. Hit boy. Yeah. Holla at me. Holla <laughs> yeah. at me. Hey, hit, hit boy, holla at me too. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Man, I'm, I'm watching all the clips. I'm like, man, what is he using? I'm like, 100%. oh, okay. <laughs> I love the chemistry. Yeah. I mean, I, I see I, what I respect about hit boy is that I think he's a true student of the game. 
number one, you know, as yeah. a as a just a music head. But then what I love is is that he got somebody like Nas to come back in the studio and and live there. So he's got Nas in the studio more than he's ever been in the like last ten years. You yeah. know what I mean? And it seems like they just never not together. I love seeing that. So shout mm-hmm. out to Nas and Hit Boy. Yeah, it yeah. in it, but just but taking it back to but that's what I, I really it it kind of clicked again. I mean, I was like, oh, this is what albums are. Just right. like uh, was it like uh, Anderson Pac and uh, Bruno Mars? Yeah, that was a good one too. Right, like that, like it was. I mean. Yeah, they're gonna go on tour, but they but they made it. They're like, no, this is what an album is, and it's like, oh, we can use streaming yeah. to our benefit. There's, you know, there's certain. I mean, actually, I made we the money generated from streaming may be a little bit different, but I'm still giving people a work of art, it which can, is important. Hundred percent. I feel like streaming can exist. It just can't be the NRB off for uh, artists. Yeah. So for like the people that are listening to us right now that like the music, like the podcast, mm-hmm. it's nothing wrong with streaming it. But, you know, if you're selling merchandise and you like the podcast, buy his merch. You know yep. what I'm saying? If you if you like my music, you can stream and buy it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. when you're buying the record, more of that profit is going to me. When you purchase your merch, more of that profit is going towards you. Mm-hmm. So I think I think honestly the the you know the general population are unaware of the pay scale. With <laughs> oh streams. yeah, with and and that's that's where I mean that's where like kind of my frustration was is that I think we we have gotten so used to having a record store yeah in our in our in our hand. Uh huh. Which to me, I'm like, man, this is great. I'm not carrying around, you know, I'm not carrying around a big pamphlet or booklet of like CDs to put in my car and put, you know, changing out seat, you right. know, just changes and everything like that. I'm walking around with, uh, you know, a record maker. store in my pocket. Yo, yo, OG Wan, remember, <laughs> remember when people were asked to borrow CDs? Remember oh, that? man. The, uh, or mixed, I mean, mixtapes, like you was, I mean, I would, I used to burn like different, like mixtapes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, I just be like, oh, I'm gonna take this song. Yeah. I mean, I'd spend like hours mm-hmm. putting together like mixed CDs just, and it was kind of just so that, I mean, that I could just play in my car. It wasn't for anybody else. It was just for like my enjoyment. Right. But yeah, like. <laughs> what do we call that now? Playlist. Oh yeah. That's what we call it. And now. you know what? That's the, the crazy thing is I got like, that's all I do is I put together playlists. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, you know, I, I wasn't really big on playlists until I kind of got around a different crowd like two years ago. And then mm-hmm. I noticed that, like, people literally have playlists for every different thing that they do. Yeah. Cooking, <laughs> you know, driving, you know, mm-hmm. when you're with your lady or your man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what else? Working out, right? They yeah. They have these different playlists that serve different purposes. And I, I started to really kind of, you know, build on that a little bit. But it will take up a lot of your time. It will. <laughs> <laughs> just look, looking yeah. for the right songs and even having an order you know what i'm saying oh yeah there, i mean i never have an order my stuff is just like shuffle once i make a playlist then it's just like shuffle well do you notice that when you shuffle music this is me personally i feel like i hear the same songs always. oh you gotta go there's a setting like if you got a if you got an iphone and you're using like apple music you yeah. gotta go on there's a setting that you have to go and like turn off like play like play like the most recent or most favorites you gotta okay. like, you gotta turn that off okay because yeah every, yeah I feel but, like every but yeah that it, it yeah they'll they'll do that to you though like every, when, every time i play a song i'm like i'm hearing the same records over and over again you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm gonna have to mess with that i got the iphone so i'm gonna have to do that 
Yeah. There was something I was just going to say to you. All right. Albums. Right. So mm-hmm. that was one of the things, too, I love because, see, my mom, 64, my pop, 75. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up around some of the music that you grew up around, you know, with your parents, you know. We're mm-hmm. talking about Curtis Mayfield. We're talking about, you know, the Temptations. You're talking about the OJs. You're talking about Marvin Gaye. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So those albums, they had concepts. You know what I'm saying? It yes. wasn't like you just put together a bunch of songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was just, a flow to it. Yeah. That was it, one of the reasons why I used uh, one one producer for the majority of the album i wanted that flow yeah you know what i mean but but go ahead though oh no i'm i I, I didn't mean to cut you off or anything like that no but that's but that's what i've been noticing and uh somebody so one of my favorite uh artists is uh currency he's dope so currency you know he said that so he so he's like he like drops albums you know just and he but the reason what he does is he goes and he works with like one producer and he says you know what how i'm feeling you know if i want to write like how i'm feeling and i need to get out what i'm feeling well i want to work with a producer that needs to get out his feelings too on the record right and then that's what and and that and, and so it's just but but you saying it and, and i was like that's where i think that's where the music is going to again like yeah. you're not going out to get like all these different producers back you know like i think of early 2000s you're like okay what am i gonna do i'm gonna go get uh i'm gonna go get the neptunes yeah. i'm gonna go get uh timbaland you know dr dre yeah i'm gonna go get kanye <laughs> Just Blaze, yeah. All Swiss of you guys, Beats. Swiss Beats, all of you guys can holler at me. Yeah, Volume Two, That's <laughs> Volume Two, right? Yeah, but you know, but people would go out and get like they they just get like all these different producers and then put a song together, right? And then I noticed that it, they're really, I mean, so. I think that's where that's where people kind of got tired was they were like, well, all I want is the single because there's really no flow to these albums. Right. Everybody's just getting like a different producer for each different song. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then and then they're putting out an album. But there's really no there's really no flow to it. Right. Right. I'm with you. And but but you saying it, it's just I mean, it's just starting to click like more people are doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I I see it happening, man. And you know, what what as we're aging, it's like you got somebody like Nas who's still sharp, man, still sharp, you know. And then you yeah. got people like Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. They, you know, paying paying homage to you know the 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 funk era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying in a beautiful way, you know. And that's great for the, these young kids because they love Bruno, right? Yeah. They don't know Anderson Pack as well, but he's so dope. Oh. Super dope. Yeah, that's. I mean, all his albums. Fire, are, yeah, and I and he he's actually one of the people I can listen to all the way through. I mm-hmm. love his voice. I always say that he's like, uh, he's like, uh, um, in 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 so many ways, kind of like a hip hop Lenny Kravitz a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, just a little <laughs> bit. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he can play the drums and you yeah. know what I'm saying, and he can sing. But yeah, he's super dope. He's yeah. super dope. Uh, I don't know how Dr. Dre be finding all these people, man. I mean, he's Dr. Dre. I mean, like, <laughs> either he be finding gotta, them or they be finding him. But I mean, I mean you got to think about it. They're, I mean, Dr. Dre is gonna be able to find. Let's go down the, the list. Let's go down the list of the people he like really influenced their careers. Right, Snoop Dogg, of course. Well, hold on, we we got to go all the way back. All right, so, so, Ice, so Ice Cube, Easy E, uh, MC Snoop, Snoop. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, he. I mean, he has some actually. Uh. Miss Chalet, like he had, <laughs> she had, yep, she had a moment. Uh, yep. Nate Dog, 
Oh yeah, Nate Dogg. Dog yeah, that's part of yeah. The, that, that's part of like the whole like dog pound. I think that was just kind of like they came through, but I think later on, you know, like him getting Eminem on, you know, but okay. Before him, Tupac though. Tupac was yeah no but he did but, Tup- but Tupac he, I, he didn't even he didn't do a lot of stuff with Tupac though I think all he did was like California Love and then one other song but at that time like when I mean Tupac you no Tupac was already Tupac was already an established artist I know but I still feel mm-hmm. like even if Dr Dre doesn't produce a record if he's in the studio he has a say you know what I'm saying. I feel like it because at that point, Death Row was a no. They, no, they, at that point when it, th- he was at odds with Death Row, okay, like uh, Dr. Dre was at odds with Death Row at that point. He, uh, I actually, I think he only did California Love. I think that was no, that he was did it. Can't see me. He can't. He did can't see me on the oh, second okay. track. With, okay, uh, George Clinton. Okay, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else that he did. But that was one of that was one of the things. Like Tupac was mad. He was like, "Man, Dr. Dre is never in the studio." He was like, "Man, I came to Death Row really to work with Dr. Dre, and right. Dr. Dre is never in the studio." And then all then later on, you know, there was that split. Yeah, where were you at, Dr. Dre? Where were you at? I'm man, he, look, he was <laughs> look. Dr. Dre was he was like, "Man, I I uh I was <laughs> I was getting done in by Easy E in that contract I signed with Easy E." And then I and then I I made a deal with with Suge to yeah. get me out of that deal into another bad deal and yeah. now I'm, I'm like and then I'm realizing that I'm like yo like I'm Dr Dre right. and I'm in these really bad deals because I'm I'm really focused on my craft and making yeah. the music and I'm really I wasn't really good at the business and then I needed uh was it, uh Jimmy Iovine to uh-huh. kind of help get me out of that because. To be honest, really, like Jim, Jimmy Iovine, the only reason why he he really uh, was was dealing with Death Row was because of Dr. Dre, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like Jimmy Iovine he was just wasn't he just in charge of Geffen at that time? Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, listen, man. So, but Dr. Dre, but yeah, but then he goes in. You know, he gets he gets Eminem, right? Yeah. Uh, Oh, I think he did. Like he did a lot. Didn't he do? He did a lot with uh with Nas and the uh, firm. The firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Z, Foxy Brown, couple mm-hmm. records with with Nas actually. Yeah. And then uh, Eminem, of course, Exhibit. Oh. Yeah. Um, man, who else? I mean. Well, he had Buster for a little bit. He yeah, had that, no, that didn't, for that a little didn't, bit. Yeah, that, that, that those didn't pan out. But he then, had Eve. But, oh yeah, Eve. Oh yeah, he. I think he did. Yeah, he did a lot with Eve. He had, yeah. actually he did stuff with like Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Um, and then and then but then later on, right? Then he gets, you know, then he works out a deal with uh with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Well, before he does that, Fifty uh, Cent. Oh yeah, Fifty Cent. That was, but that was really an Eminem. It is. That was a that was an Eminem find that. I don't think yeah I don't think that was on Dr. Dre's radar was uh that was on Eminem's radar true but yeah. he still he still Yeah that's like influence. it was the, it's the, the 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 tree branches yeah. you know the, like yeah we could talk about like the Dr. Dre like all the you know the tree branches from crazy. Like, Dr. Dre It's a force Uh oh yeah well I mean if you yeah like um who uh and it's Scott I'm trying Storch. To, Oh the Scott Storch yes yes it gets deep man <laughs> Yeah it gets deep, man. And then you know he had relationships with Jay, you know mm-hmm. Jay Z, and 
Uh, yeah, writing still Dre for uh for him and Snoop Dogg, like man, that that record is classic. And and that was the uh Scott Storch uh you know the piano line that yep. he played for that. Yep, yep. And then game. Oh yeah, yep. Getting yeah game. Um, Kendrick, and then you got Anderson Pack, mm-hmm. and he's got some other people that we don't know about yet. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yep. it it's uh, but it's 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 a lot. There's I mean yeah, there's there's this. There's the tree branches of Dr. Dre that that are out there and he's, you know, he's doing, you know, really great work. Um, but it it's weird though, because it's like, oh, Dr. Dre's in the studio. And then you're like, I'm like, okay, where's the music at? Then it'd be like Snoop Dogg would be like, Oh, I'm in the I'm in the studio with uh Kanye and Dr. Dre, but there's like no music. Right. It's it's somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we just, it's somewhere. We probably never hear it, man. <laughs> That's the one thing I heard uh, people who've worked with Dre before. It's like he's such a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't, if he doesn't like it, it's just like, mm, nope. Yeah. When I recorded this album, I kid you not. I mean, the first song that we recorded was uh, "Stacking Bread," mm-hmm. and I hadn't recorded in six years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that verse for "Stacking Bread" was probably like five or six takes. But generally, when I get in, you know, I'm like catching the beat. Just he's getting uh, Stephen Helvig. Shout out to Stephen Helvig. He's adjusting my levels on that first take. Mm-hmm. Then the second one is crispy. That third one is usually money for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're recording with Dr. Dre, oh yeah, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, twentieth time. And mm-hmm. For for people who are recording, a lot of people don't think about this if they've never recorded. To hear yourself say the same thing over and over again, you lose that excitement. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's like I now your ears are fatigued of hearing you say the same thing over and over again. Yeah, you know. But when we hear it on the radio or in your car, you know, it's like you know you're hearing it for that first time. It's the best take. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's a lot to it, and right. Uh oh, there was a clip. Uh, who was it? It was uh, DJ Khaled and Timberland. Like they were like I saw this clip. I I, I think did you send it to me? I don't know I if I, like I don't know if I sent it to you, but. It was it was crazy because uh so DJ Khaled I think he did a he did a song for uh little baby uh huh oh yeah and Timberland was like yo and and you know and, and Khaled was you know so these are these are things that you know I'm trying to pick up on and Khaled was like you you hear that he's like he was like man I've never heard little baby Timberland's like I've never heard little baby like this he was like man you see the quality in the voice he yeah. was like you hear that he was like only I can get that. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> he was, was you know, hype. was yeah. hype on that one. But he, he was, was like, you know, you hear the quality. You hear the the, yeah. the quality in that voice. He was like, man, only I can get that. You know, like he was like, that's work. <laughs> it is. It is. And you, you know what? And that and part of it is, yeah, like that. You know, like having that ear mm-hmm. for some of that stuff. You know, and that's that's another thing too. Like what I did with this record, which was different than the first one, is I as I was writing, I was noting like different things I wanted to to add. Mm-hmm. So like on the greatest never known, there's a, a sound of a wolf in the back at the end, mm-hmm. howling and growling. Yeah. That was a little touch that I just thought like that would be nasty. Mm-hmm. And if you picked up on it, you know what I'm saying, you'd be like, because I'm saying I'm a I'm a lone wolf. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so that that was pretty cool. And then um just just different things that like. Uh, man on fire. You know, I had panned my voice to go left and right on the speaker. Yeah. So as if I was talking in your ear, right? Mm-hmm. And I and Stephen adjusted the pitches. You know what I'm saying? But I, I had directed that. Yeah. It's those little things that when you're yeah. listening, you're like, 
ooh, I, I like those things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, we did a lot. We did a lot on this album. It was fun. Mm-hmm. So why do you think then you got such great feedback so far on this album? Well, you know. Oh, no, I just I want to I stop. Yeah. Stop right there, first of all, because you're like, man, I need you. I want your feedback, your honest feedback. Yeah. You're like, no matter what it is, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. be brutally honest with me. Tell me the real, man. <laughs> tell me the real. I need to tell, hear it. Tell me the real. And and then I was I was I was like, there's no way. I was like, first of all, I'm listening to this album bias. Right. Two, I'm like, there's no way. I was I was like, there's no way. I was like, no, it's got to be all honest feedback i was like my feedback has got to be what we do good you know what's great uh-huh. right i was like because the work is done yeah you know but it was it was it was funny to me he was like man here's the album tell me what you think yeah. give me your brutus you know your brutal honest feedback and i was like i uh i got you but it's gonna be a little bit it's gonna be it's not it's not gonna be that though i appreciate that but, but why do you think it was but why do you think other people then have given you uh, you know great feedback from this album yeah well you know they gave me the, their truth right mm-hmm. and and what the record meant to them and it has been very positive you know what i'm saying i'm like right now between music killed my soul and can't stop my grind um mm-hmm. diamond in the rough remix those records are like really like big to people you know so on, rubies diamonds and pearls that that one's special <laughs> too and that's the thing it's like right you know what that's the crazy thing is because when every time i listen to the album that's what's great about that that's what i that's what i really like about the album is this, then it's like oh there's this song yep. and i'm like oh no there's this song yep. i'm yep. like oh hold on i'm like wait a minute what's what's that hook yeah yep, <laughs> i'm like yep, oh yep. i'm like so every time you listen to it then it's 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 something new that you pick up on you know what a lot of people have said to me they said cam this record is a mindset record you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you you get into a different mindset in this music and if you think about it that's what music is supposed to do you know what i'm saying it's supposed to put you in a zone mm-hmm. yeah uh so one thing that i that so listening to the listening to the album uh, one thing I, you know, I wanted to talk to you about it. It sounded like a a coming of age album, yeah. right? Not just the, not like, not like a, you know, like a like a teenager coming into a man, but a man coming into his truth yeah. and what you know. Then and it's like, okay, how can I? I'll preface it this way: like when you're in your twenties or you know when you're younger, you're like, okay. I'm I'm out on my own yep. and I'm doing my you know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing but I I'm just trying to figure things out. Word. Right? Word. Like Word. I'm still trying to figure I I'm, I'm trying to figure this world out. I'm, you know, and then then you get to a point where you're like I got to figure it out and yeah. this the man I want to be. Yep. And this the man and this the man who I am. Uh-huh. Is, is so it's like it's a man becoming like a a grown man that, and that's what I hear in this album. I don't I mean, I mean Tell me if I'm if I'm off base or I man mean if that hour, man of the year <laughs> no you you spot on that's it she like mm-hmm. for me you know I'm looking at my my influence you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so this album is is reflecting on the lessons that mom and pops taught me and applying them in real time right now you know see it's different when you were a kid growing into a man because yep. you don't have a family you know what I'm saying well a lot of us don't you know. Mm-hmm. But when you are like a young man or a man that has his own family, that's a different, you know, uh, you know, coat that you wear. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for me, 
with this record, I'm recognizing that. And I want to show my growth, you know? So with yeah. my rhymes, you know, my rhymes are reflecting that. Like, yo, this is what my mind is at. I'm not, I'm not thinking about partying with a bunch of chicks. I did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking yeah. about flossing in front of people, making them feel less than what the, you know, I'm not, I'm not about that. You know what I'm saying? It's all yeah. about progression but it's also about love at the end of the day mm -hmm. so that was that was you know one of the themes that i was building on yeah and so, and i could hear it it was just i was just like i'm like that's and that's that's what really connected me to to the album mm -hmm. right and and that's the thing is that so when i'm listening to it right i'm hearing i'm like yeah these are you know like I, I'm, I'm reflecting on things that i did when i was younger right right I'm reflecting on what I did when I was when I was younger. And then I remember, you know, and then you get to a point as a man and you're like, okay, this is who this is what shaped me. Yeah. And then this is who I'm supposed to be. hundred percent. You can't <laughs> you know, you can't be twenty your whole life. I no. just had this conversation with my daughter today, I kid you not. <laughs> she was upset. She was like, Dad, what do you think is the right age for not acrylic on your nail, but just a gel tip. That's what she told me. I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know I said, nothing about that conversation. 16, 17. <laughs> and she was like, okay. But I could tell she was disappointed. Yeah. But what I explained to her later on was I said, listen, Cam, you got your whole life, man. You got your whole life. And you know what's interesting mm -hmm. about being 12? You only get 365 days to be 12. In fact, tomorrow you're going to be older tomorrow than you were today. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, sometimes I just said, I just, I want to get right to being in college and I, I, you know, I want to have my own house. And I said, but if you do that, if you could jump to those events in life, you would miss the time with Papa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. miss the time with your little brother. You miss the time with your dad, your mom. You know, anything can happen between tw uh, sixth grade and and college man anything could happen between sixth grade and grade. the rest of your life 100 <laughs> percent. don't yeah don't don't miss the moments and don't be in a rush to grow up yeah I, I still haven't grown up look <laughs> hey there's nothing wrong with that because you want to know something if you only know if you know that your t your time is limited to how long you get to be 12 or 13 or in our case mm -hmm. 30s and 40s or whatever yeah then you would appreciate every day because it is, it is numbered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, you know, you only got 20 days left to be 33. It's like, Damn, mm -hmm. I didn't do everything I wanted to do at 33 yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that was what I was trying to teach. I think she got the message. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which is good. I think, you know, I mean, we were all young and we're just like, oh, yeah. I just need to, I think what it is, is that um, when, when you're young, what you're really looking for is more freedom right more you're looking for more choices that's it that you know that's what i mean it. like you're, so it. you're like what what age do i become to where i can make more choices and for myself i want to do yeah you know never can <laughs> never <laughs> never <laughs> you know you know it's all it's all about right it, i think that's what i think that's what we're really that's what we're really looking for is like yeah. when what age do I become to where I can make my own choices, right? I don't have to ask for permission yeah. to do stuff. That's and that's right. when you just say, well, you know, ask for forgiveness. Don't ask for permission. No, no, no. <laughs> don't listen to OG Wine Cam. Pray for forgiveness. Pray. No. Just, you just ask for forgiveness. Like, uh, you know what? That's one thing that I've had to learn. I was like, you know what? I need to stop asking for permission and just say, hey, Hey, you know what? This is what happened. You either forgive me or you don't. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and that works in 
only certain situations, you know what I'm saying? But the responsibility does fall on us to check, right? So yeah. I always say, yeah. follow through and, and, and check, you know? And I'm speaking to the kids when I say that. You know what I'm yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm speaking, I'm speaking to the kids too when <laughs> you, you know, you, you really what you're looking for is what, what age do you need yeah. to where you can start to make more decisions for yourself? Right. Yeah, because, and, that's the, and I think that's really, that's the real, that's really the, the question that's being asked. Man. Cause yes, yeah, like my daughter's growing up, you know, and I know that, you know, she's a beautiful little girl and I know guys are going to like her if they don't already. And so I'm not, yeah. I, I know it's going to happen. Right. I mean, I liked somebody's daughter, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I'm trying to do is mm -hmm. just, keep her at this stage for as long as she can be. yeah i mean yeah you're speaking from like a parent's perspective from a dad man. yeah I, i'm i'm speaking from like you know like a uncle's perspective 100 <laughs> percent uncle know? og1 <laughs> yeah i i always speak from so that's right i i don't have to live with some of these consequences it's like hey do this i uh, didn't work out well go back to your parents there you, go. There you, go. <laughs> you know there what i mean go. like there you go <laughs> And that's the reason why uh, kids stay with their parents. <laughs> they only yeah. visit their uncles when they come and watch football games and, and, and boxing matches. Yeah. But, but no, it, it's, it's, and it's growth too, right? Because yeah. even I'm learning how to be this dad right now in real mm -hmm. time. I've never right. done this before. I mean, most people, yeah, I mean, they weren't, they didn't, yeah, they didn't grow up to be, I mean, they weren't like a dad starting out their life, right? right or right. they were, they weren't a mother starting out their life. So, man, let me tell you, OG. So look, when I was writing this album, I, mm -hmm. I listened to some of my old stuff that nobody will ever hear. We caught, we put it in the vault, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I do that because there's hunger in that young voice, that baby Beretta, that young capo, for those who remember me at that time, mm -hmm. there's some hunger there that, like, you know, you, you kind of lose a little bit when you get older. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So sometimes I got to go back to that time where I remember, like, recording without headphones. Like, okay. actually doing a song without headphones because the studio that we was at, there was no headphones, but we just we had to make the use of the time. Oh. It, it worked out. It wasn't the best <laughs> recording. But, yeah. <laughs> but the hunger in that moment, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like something that I will always, you know, draw on because, you know, when, when you're acting in a movie or in a play and you mm -hmm. got to cry, you're thinking about something, not really what's in the script, right? You're thinking about something that made you cry. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's you the gotta same. You got to draw on like your experiences. Right. Exactly. To, to get, you know, to, to be able to get out what, what you're trying to, you know, portray. A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. So again, make sure you, you, you go and pick up this album. It's, it's a, uh, well, one, you can pre-order it. Yep. Right. Yep. Hit me up directly at <laughs> cam saw he conquered three, you know what I'm saying? On IG or Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can get back to you pretty quickly. Yeah. So, and then it's, and then, but it's dropping on all, uh, streaming platforms oh, on the sure. 31st. Correct. But we still got physical copies that people can cop and, and get, and and a gift comes with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's still a full package deal. Um, we're going to be doing some more shows uh, in the upcoming year. Um, but if you're in town, you want to have a good time, got some surprises on the 30th. It's going to be a great show for those who are there. Holla at me. All right. So I, I want to get into kind of the show where, you know, one thing that I that I always do is, like I said, I, I like in the beginning of the show, I did my kicks of the day, right? Right, because I love sneakers, 
You're a sneakerhead too. I am. I Actually, am. we met because you you were working at a shoe store. I mean, I was working at this, you know, kind of like the same shoe store, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> right, we're like we that's how we we, we kind of we met through sneakers, really. Hundred percent. That's and and we and we kept building, man. Yeah, we, you know what I'm saying. I mean, sneakers, you know, sneakers bring people together. Facts. Hundred percent. One way or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to. I just don't want your sneaker on my neck. No, 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 no. no. Or your knee on my neck. Yeah, I just don't want the. I don't. I don't want that. But man, I mean, it's 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 winter time in Minnesota, so So you already know what kicks I got on. Yeah, what what, what's your kicks of the day, man? Black Tim's, man. (laughs) Is it Black Timberlands? You know it. Okay. So that that's what we got for the for the kicks of the day. But but you know what though, what I was actually rocking was the you know before it was snow on the ground, I was rocking the ones, the the uh, the the Japan joints, two thousand and one. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. I had ended up getting a steal on goat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying for those the chromed out you know Jordan ones. So I was rocking those. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hey, you gotta go. Look right now, the way that the sneaker game is is. You you really got to go to uh, like StockX or the Goat yep. to to get your sneakers. It's what it is. So if you ain't got your coins, you <laughs> look. You know what? You up. can you can go to eBay though. Go to eBay. You might be able to find a steal on eBay. You might, but you also might get stolen from. You know no, they saying? no, they go no. They have a a whole uh authentic authentication process, process too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So eBay. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, the game has changed for me. Then I didn't know that. Yeah. But you know what? What this is the little trick though. So if you can't get your sneakers off of the Adidas app if you're trying to get Yeezys, mm-hmm. or uh, the sneaker app if you're trying to get Jordans, right? Yeah. Then if you get if you go to go and you buy them the day they come out, you will only pay like seventy dollars or eighty dollars over retail sometimes, mm-hmm. which is a lot better than paying. 200 300 400 dollars over so sometimes yeah. you gotta bite that bullet if it's something that you really want yeah and and i've talked about that like really especially during the pandemic it was more i mean before before the pandemic i mean i was getting everything i wanted retail like no problem so it was everything just like <laughs> it was just like retail like it didn't you gotta remember i mean my foot locker was right there was true, basically true, right true. there on the corner from me yep you know, man, when that they footlocker's did, not there no more. Yeah, because you, you robbed them, man, when, when, when the riots hit. I'm man. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Man, I mean, footlockers treat me like I did it, though. Yeah. I mean, man. <laughs> I've never I've never won uh, one of those raffles ever. Oh, okay. So, I, I mean, I, I told this story. Like, before, well, this was like, well, actually, uh, it was 2016, uh, like, uh, releases so the space jams okay right okay i literally just walked down to the Foot Locker there they were like we did a raffle i said okay cool i was like but do you still have do you still have this size they're like well let me go check i'm like just go check i'm like did you raffle off all the shoes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're like nope we got your size it said exactly no line no nothing just go down there grab the size i want no problem no raffle no nothing ladies and gentlemen <laughs> if it wasn't og one <laughs> I wouldn't believe that story. You would. I'm telling you. But he doesn't tell lies. That's crazy. That sounds like exactly. That's that's how crazy it is. Like now, it's like, man, you gotta go. You gotta get like two, three raffles. Hopefully, you beat the bots. Like you do. Your mom has to work at Nike. That's what. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what you gotta do. 
Mom's got to work at Nike, okay? Man, don't get me started. Don't get don't don't get any other sneakerhead started on that. Word. Yeah, that because that one. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Okay, so what are your what are your top five sneakers? sneakers? Top five sneakers. I you know I, I knew you were gonna ask this question. Um, mm-hmm. Why did you know I was gonna ask this question? Because I've seen a couple episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, go watch the episodes. I got yeah. I got to do. It's got to be top five. Top right. five sneakers. Hundred percent. So top five sneakers. This this is subject to change at any time, right? What we're gonna do? All white Air Force Ones. Mm-hmm. Low top. We we're gonna do. We're gonna do Stan Smith Adidas. Okay. Oh, so you're going like classic classics. Like it don't even matter. Like it don't even matter, it, man. Yeah, okay. Come on, like, man. Like you're just like you're like the classic sneakers, like like not specific one. It's just like Stan Smith Adidas is like man. You put them on, you out the door. Any day. Yeah. Man, you're gonna be fresh. Yep. Okay. The Puma Suede classics. Oh man, those are and they're so comfortable. Mm-hmm. I used to rock them when nobody was really rocking them, and then like Meek Mill and Rihanna got these deals with them, and Jay Z, and, mm-hmm. and so now they're like double what I used to pay for them. I used to get those for like forty five bucks, man. Yeah. Now they're like eighty, ninety bucks. So we got three, and you get them in like any color too. Hundred percent. Yeah. Black and white, like the black with the white stripe. Uh, Chuck Taylors, man, they never get old. Low top. Oh, the low top Chuck Taylors. Okay, yeah, they never get old. No, nope. and when I'm in New York, that's all you see people wearing. You know what I'm saying? It's the Chucks, and then the fifth joint, man. Okay, so, um, wait, hold up. I did Stan Smith Adidas. Mm-hmm. I did the uh, Air Force Ones. Yeah, I did Chuck Taylors. So I got two more. Yeah, no, you got you did the Pumas. Oh, I did the yeah. Pumas. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, this is tough. <laughs> oh, okay, we're gonna do. I got to do J's, man. Okay, so what's J, right? There's so many of them. There's, there's so many of them. But well, I guess it's... You know what? I'm, yeah. I know they're similar, but they're mm-hmm. not, though. Mm-hmm. We'll do the Jordan 1s because the Jordan 1s can virtually go with anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love the 11s, but you can't wear the 11s with everything. Almost everything. You can wear them with sweats. You can wear them with jeans. And you can wear them with a black suit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? By uh, Jordan ones are classic and, and very classy. So those are my top five. The, the Jordan today. one, that's a that's a that's a new one though. I mean, no, uh, yeah. not no, for no. me, not for me. I was rocking the Jordan ones before oh. they were a thing. Okay, remember yeah. when they were selling the Jordan packages? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had, I had, I had a lot of Jordan ones. They weren't that popular then. No, the jo- yeah, the Jordan ones like recently become really popular. Yeah. They, they, like. The Jordan One and the Jordan Eleven are probably like the most popular shoes. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, those are my top five sneakers today. Yeah. What okay. about you? Oh, my top five sneakers. So, in no particular order. Um, what do we got for for my top five sneakers? Now I gotta go back. Because I mean it, it changes, but I wanna I wanna be consistent. Off the dome, what you feeling like today? Ah, uh, man, where did it go? All right, so my number five. Okay. The Jordan Three Mochas. 
so no. Jordan. So I, I mean, I, I go colorways with you, right? Like, like, I mean, I got like I said, like I got on the Jordan Three uh, patchworks right now. Yep. yep. And yeah, these is they look nice on you. I didn't like the, <laughs> yeah. I didn't like them on. I didn't like the picture of them. So oh, okay. Some shoes you have to see them in person sometimes. Okay, so but the the Jordan, yeah, the Jordan Three mochas is like that's like. I mean, I got another, I got another fresh pair just, just sitting out. And actually, I got them all. I got them on a deal. Like, I ended up, I was able to use a coupon on the the second pair that I bought. Again, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if it wasn't OG one, I would not believe this story. You know Those I mean? shoes now are going for like three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, I was like, yeah, bad. Okay, but I'm not gonna sell them though. I'm because the I've been, I've been, I've been walking through. Actually, you know what? I have the original uh, 2001 that I bought for a hundred dollars. That was the original price of the of the of the 2001. It was either 2000 or 2001 that when it first like when it first released. A hundred dollars. Yeah, it was a hundred dollars. That's crazy. That was the price point. It was normally Jordans was like 120. They were like 125 back in like early 2000s. Yeah. But I got the 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 Mocha threes, the original the original colorway. Was uh was a hundred dollar price point. It makes me feel like Nike's like, <laughs> you know, robbing us because at least back then you got real leather. Yeah. Now it's eco friendly leather, right? <laughs> it's vegan leather. You know what I'm saying? Hey, these patchwork, these ain't even leather. This is like, but but I'm saying it's it's double. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying what they was the charging. prices. Yeah, the prices, the prices, the the <laughs> price went up. <laughs> Listen, what was yesterday's price? Price is not today. today's price. I got you. Yeah. So mocha fives or threes. Mocha threes. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the Nike uh, Air Max ninety seven, uh, white and red. Okay. Okay. Actually, so I mean, I'm a I'm a Air. I mean, I. Air Maxes are kind of like my favorite. The X-Ray 97 and then so the the Air Max 97 white and red and then the Air Max 1 uh white and navy. So the original color but but the anniversary is what I got. So I got to go with the shoes that, you know, that I actually own. Gotcha. So I own the Air Max 1 uh Air Max 1 uh white and navy anniversary edition. I don't even know what Air Max 1 looks like. Oh, you tripping. That's yeah. like one of you want to talk about classic shoes like that's a that's a that's maybe a I do know but I yeah you you not. do know but okay the Air Max yeah the Air Max one let me see if I can pull it up then so the Jordan Nine Space Jam those are good the so it was, a, it was a white and black actually he never he never played a season in the uh, Jordan Nine okay yeah I've seen these before yeah man these are expensive now <laughs> Jesus <laughs> yeah. The Air Max, yeah, the Air Max One, and then my top shoe of all time. It's right there. The Jordan Eleven, the Jordan Bread Elevens. That's the two thousand and one version. That's the that's the two thousand and one. It's not on camera right now. I'm sorry. I'm just pointing at it. It's, I mean, I I just have it out, but yeah, that's my that's my top. Those, those, listen, as a kid seeing those on TV, mm -hmm. I used to the, dream. The bread, the bread 11s is, that's the, 
That's my that's my top shoe. I got you. And yeah. I, and and any other day that probably would be my top shoe as well. Mm-hmm. Largely because I couldn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like it took me years to actually get yeah. a pair. Well, I mean, I got I got it. Uh, oh, you know was... what my first pair were? What the ones that just came out a couple of years ago of the bread elevens? Yeah. Yeah. That I was got... my first pair of bread elevens ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got. I, yeah, that's why I was like, I was like, I got a pair though. I mean, I ended up picking up. I was like. I gotta get the it's I was like I gotta get these again. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think, think yeah, it was a couple years. I think pairs. it was it was in twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was twenty nineteen. I think I had two yeah, pairs. Yeah, it was uh yeah, December twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the sneaker plug. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Oh man, I <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I always have I always have crazy I mean, I have crazy stories, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so how I ended up getting this this shoe. <laughs> I I mean the uh the bread elevens. It's it's kinda it's kinda bad now, but I I, I feel like I need to tell it. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like ahead. I need to tell it. Well, first off, is it past the statutes of limitations? <laughs> it's never past the statutes of limitations with me. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So <laughs> I win the raffle at the champs at the Mall of America mm-hmm. on the bread elevens. But I end up, uh, I end up, uh, so I'm going out of town and like I'm on, you know, so I'm going on vacation cause it's my friend's birthday. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 uh, the woman that I'm seeing at the time, I'm like, yo, I need you <laughs> to pick up these sneakers. I need you to pick up these sneakers. Yeah, man. Look, <laughs> I was so mad for a minute. Cause I'm like, don't mess this up. If it, if you mess this up, it's over for you. <laughs> he ain't talking about the relationship. He talking about your life. No, I'm just kidding. That is so bad. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. It's so bad. So hopefully she's not watching right now. Probably not. <laughs> so good. But I'm so mad. I mean, I'm not like mad, but I'm like, man, if you mess this up, it's over for you. She didn't mess it up, did she? No. Okay. Actually, she was she was on it. There you go. Yeah, she was on it. Um, so she calls me. You know, it's like early in the morning. I'm like, you got to go there. You got to go there as soon as the store opens up right. to get it. And you know, and you know, the Foot Locker apps or whatever, or the Champs apps. You know, they they be going down. Like it, you know, like you can't pull up the you know like your reservation or anything like they that. Pay the bill, Comcast. Yeah, that, working. Man, I don't know what's up with their with their. Uh, with their system, but their system always goes down. Like, yeah. like how, like, you know, this is what's happening. Internet service to cricket. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So it's so bad. So then, so then she calls me from the foot locker or whatever. And do you remember what she said? Yes. How she said it. Yeah. She, <laughs> she said, they said that you reserved the 10 and a half. I wear a size 10. No, no, no. She said you, re- I reserved a size 11. <laughs> so I'm like, man, where the fuck is the manager? <laughs> no damn well I ain't reserved no damn eleven. Right. You sold my shoe. I was like, if you mess this up, where's my shoe? I was like, you gotta get my shoe. I was like, I was like, you know what? Forget it. Buy the eleven. I'll figure it out. I'll get a ten. You know what I mean? Like I'll just, you know. Swap it out. But then she was like, no, I'll call you right back. They see no. She was like, is this what you go through all the time? <laughs> she was like, cause. Okay, they did have your shoe. I got your size 10. So she did get my size 10. She was like, no, I'll figure it out. 
so but she ended up getting like my size the size you know that i that i reserved or whatever it just took a little minute uh-huh. But man, I was like, "Don't well, why mess." Why did this- the guy lie? Why did oh, because they was just selling them. They was just like, they was like, we don't care about the reservations or anything like that. I'm like, you know what? It might have been a good thing that you did go down there and not me, <laughs> because if yeah, if the manager would have said that, oh, I ain't got this is what you reserved or whatever, or he would have tried to give me like the runaround, I'd have knocked all that shit over. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's so bad. I know, but don't. I mean, come on. Why would you, man? You look. You know that it's not. It, it's the principle. It's not the fact. It's not the shoe. It's the principle. It's like, hold on. I did everything that I was supposed to do. If I lose the raffle, then I lose the raffle. Fine, whatever. Right. But if I win the raffle and I come into your store when you open to purchase it, yeah. and you start talking about, oh, I ain't got it, or you know, you, because you done sold it to somebody else or whatever to your friend, it, you know, or you keeping it to sell it, you know, on StockX or whatever. Mm. Right. Like, nah, it's the principle. It's like I did everything that I need to do. And you trying to get me to run around like like who is you? Right. I'll knock all this shit over. You know what it reminded me of? What? <laughs> this movie, it was a big, big movie back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Our parents probably used to watch it. Right. And some of the viewers right now have probably seen it. It's called uh, it's called. Willy Wonka and the Charlie <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, like if you win the uh, bless, bless me one time, King, one time. If you win the oh, there you, there you go. Bad. I got all this stuff in the way. Beautiful, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So you got the golden ticket, and right, other words, I got the golden ticket. And you, and you and you did you listen? You you bought the chocolate like everybody else did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You ate it. You know what I mean? Um, you did your homework. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, like you 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 got good grades in school. You know what I mean? Now it's 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 all a scam, man. I actually miss yeah. the days when it was. You That's had what to I'm be saying. Like that, I could just walk down to you know walk down to the Foot Locker. It should be like the- that. It should not be where if you have a bot, you can buy a mm-hmm. hundred pair. Yeah, I'm not trying to act nobody's hustle. I just want to be able to wear some sneakers, right? Like, you know? And that's the thing is, it, and that's another thing too is like, is I want to be able to wear it, at least wear it one time. Uh-huh. I want to be able to wear. I want to be able to wear my sneakers. Doesn't the sneaker app give you anxiety every time you you know try to join a waiting list? And you sub, you you put your information. Oh in, yeah, you submit it. And I just put my phone away. I don't even look at it. <laughs> like, Says you know, fifteen minutes left or whatever. I'm like, I'm not gonna look at it until an hour later. Mm-hmm. And then when you get that email and it like flashes up and it says got him. Oh yeah, got him. Feel amazing, man. That oh that, so. It was it was weird because I'm like, man, I'm just I'm just taking nothing but L's on the sneakers app, and then all of a sudden it was just like www right mm-hmm. like i ended up getting the uh it's like the casino by the yeah, way yeah i got the i got the early access to the to the uh cool gray 11s yeah jordan 11s yeah yep. yeah jordan 11 yeah i got the i got the early access i didn't believe you when you told me that but then i said it's og1 <laughs> <laughs> no i got the nobody believed me when i got it yeah. man i was feeling like diddy i was turning stuff over like man wow. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I I was I was at the corner store over on uh 32nd and, and Nicolette uh-huh. and they were selling the cool 
cool gray 11s like two weeks before they came out they didn't look the same as on the sneaker app i'm be i'm bsing man yeah they wasn't real, they wasn't real. <laughs> you remember that back in the day when corner stores used to sell sneakers yeah well you gotta be kidding me you got yeah. the shack symbol on a jordan shoe get out oh uh, yeah because they went and picked them up from walmart mm-hmm. and then it was like oh yeah we just gone yeah like they they Flip bought it up. yeah yeah shit wow okay so also we got we got uh Top five albums. Okay, you know. Okay, so ooh, we doing hip hop? No, no, no. It just top five albums. Wow. It, it don't. It don't even matter. Okay. Now this is also subject to change at any time. But favorite album right now, uh, Marvin Gaye. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. That's two. Ooh. Um. Nas, Illmatic, that's three. The okay. Illmatic. That's the first joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, we only got two left. <sighs> okay, what can I do? Um, All right, I'm going to do... Man, I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to do Kanye West, late registration. Mm-hmm. Okay. That one's beautiful. And then my last joint, and you I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with any of these records, man. But my last joint is Curtis Mayfield Superfly. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's that's on my that's on my uh top. That's that's like my number one album. I mean, I can play every those five joints that just listed off. Yeah. I can play the Curtis Mayfield though, like uh, yeah, top yeah, to bottom. It's a vibe. It's just, All of it is yeah. though. But I can play them all without skipping a song. You know, mm-hmm. I can. You know what I'm saying? So, would you? You got five for me? It's man. It's oh man. How? Where do I? Where do I go? Okay. So super. So the uh, superfly superfly soundtrack. Curtis Mayfield. Uh, you know what? Two thousand one. Doctor Dre. The Chronic. Two thousand one. Thinking about that one. <laughs> yeah, the two thousand one. Doctor Dre. That's a good one. That's a great one, actually. Uh, hold on, that's two. Uh, Ice Cube Death Certificate. Okay. Uh, Muddy Waters. Uh, the uh Red Man Muddy Waters. Okay. Okay. And. Mm, I got. You know what? I gotta go with uh Aquemini Outcast. That was dope too. I just thought about yeah. paid in full, man. I was tripping. Oh. Okay, Eric P and Rakim. But I don't want to take nothing now. I like what I yeah. like. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you no. know what? It's it's always something to change. No, no disrespect to anybody, right? Like albums, but th- but that's the thing is that we we love albums. We do, and that and that that brings me back to like I said, what I like about this piece of work is that it it really clicked with me. It's like, oh yeah, this is why I love albums. Mm. That, that's that's a huge compliment, <laughs> King. I appreciate that. Right, I like, most certainly do. This is this is why we love albums. Yeah, and this is why we love music. Music has been, like you said, uh, you know, with COVID, mm-hmm. the one thing that I really admired and appreciated was being at a live show. Me and you, we saw Nas and Erica uh, Badu at the United Center, right? Yeah. Ashley and another artist locally, Prof. They did a they did a show in Rochester. Mm-hmm. like 3,000 people and it was amazing and just being there with the band 
excuse me, the DJ, and it was just like, oh yeah, this is this is what I miss. So I look forward to a day when we can really enjoy ourselves like we once knew, mm-hmm. without this whole COVID situation and. Uh, let it be behind us. I, I I didn't think in a million years that we'd be still dealing with this oh, right now. Oh man! But okay, so let's let's go into let's go into that story though. Like, of going. So I told you about. I was like, man, Nas gonna be at the uh, United Center with Erica Badu. Yep. I must have bought my ticket that day. <laughs> I seen Jay. I've seen some of the greats. Nas I've, yeah, I've never seen, seen. I've never seen Nas either. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know what? I've never seen Nas or Erica Badu in concert and i was like hold on they're both in concert in chicago yeah i was like i gotta go but yo but og one tell them what else was crazy about that story <laughs> we were staying in the same hotel and we didn't even know it oh oh yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah we were staying in the same hotel the hyatt uh in downtown chicago yeah that was crazy you know what i'm saying and so that was a good time, man. We 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 had fun that day. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh man, that was actually you were like, hey, I got there's a sushi uh restaurant we should go go to. Yep, that's oh that's the banger. man, that's that's pretty much that's my favorite spot to go to whenever I go to Chicago. Man, that joint's fire and then the steak spot we went to afterwards. Oh yeah. The whole vibe, man. I mean, you know, Erica did her thing and mm-hmm. she looked really, really nice. And then Nas Nas performing, you know, he just performed like a, a slew of his records. Yeah. You know, and but just going in his hip hop bag, man, it was just dope to see, man. And we was in Chicago, and you know, Chicago, they bring that energy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know who else uh is a good performer to see in Chicago if you get a chance? Lupe Fiasco. Shout out to Lupe. Special, man. Yeah. Actually, I seen yeah, I seen Lupe at the uh poorhouse. He was here, I don't know, it was this might have been like I heard Six about years that show. ago, I heard about that show. Yeah, this might have been a minute ago, but it. Oh yeah, it was a crazy show. Yeah, Lupe Fiasco is like a great performer. Hundred percent. I mean, I love, I love going to show. So re- really, I can't wait to see you perform on Listen, the thirtieth. So I'm like, man, oh, I'm in there. Like I said, I'm bringing. Order. Look, I'm like, man, look, whoever want to go, let me know. <laughs> let me, let me know. OG <laughs> is bootlegging my shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm bootlegging it. I'm you telling you right now. I'm, I'm. Look, hey, look, hey, mate, you gave it to me. I was what? like, you know, you done messed up the way you gave it to me. I, I was had, like, <laughs> listen, I had to expose him quick because he kept bootlegging my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Shout out the hoes. <laughs> Nah, man. it's gonna be a good time, man. We got DJ Diggy on the ones and twos, man, and uh, he's a dope DJ, and he's also a dope MC locally. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and then we got uh, it's just gonna be a good time, man. Uh, we got me, we got me, yeah, got the you, man you, of the year, man of the year. Let's get it popping. Let's get it. You know what? Before I let you get out of here, I I gotta. You almost knocked me down. Man. I what need a bugging out moment. Uh, excuse okay. me, I'm sorry. A bugging out like moment. So you remember when bugging out got his sneaker stuff? Yeah, and he was just like, man. I need a I need a bugging out moment about sneakers. So I I mean, it was okay. So like my bugging out moment, I've I've told I've told this story a couple times, but so when I was uh teaching uh piano guitar lessons, most people have like dogs because I was going to their homes to teach the students. Gotcha. And one time I uh I saw the dog with my one of one uh one of my sho- one of the sho- one of my shoes, Jordan's in his mouth, just walking it around the house. One of my worst fears, man. <laughs> 
one of my worst fears. <laughs> now you gotta remember, I'm like, I'm teaching a lesson. I'm like, yo, I get up from the lesson and I'm like, yo. And the mama goes, oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> the dog, it's like, the dog doesn't like chew on it. It just likes to carry the shoe. I was like, first of all, I can't find these no more. Like, you're right. never, I'm never gonna get these again. Right. <laughs> right? Like, and you don't pay enough <laughs> yeah. to reimburse me. <laughs> Not for, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I would bug out on that for sure. Yeah, um, and so that was like that's like my bugging. That was like my bugging out moment or whatever. But everybody's, you know, it's like, <laughs> listen now, uh, you 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 bring up an idea. So my lady Ashley, she's got a dog Joey, and and he likes to put his. I know <laughs> Joey Pacino. Shout out to Joey. <laughs> he likes to he likes to he likes to bite people's shoes and and and, and do the same thing. But he knows I'm alpha, so he doesn't do it to me. And okay. I got the Jordan uh, seven or sixes, defining moments. Mm-hmm. So you know, and those are my babies, man. Those are those are probably my like everyday sneakers, uh, besides the ones. But my bugging out moment was cream, the club. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember the club. All white ones, man. I think it was an all white party, and I was fresh. Mm-hmm. Ralph Lauren. Polo down, right? Yeah. I had the all white ones. And not only did this dude spill a like a red drink on my sneaker. Oh, that's the oh red drink? He uh. stepped on it too. <laughs> so it's like 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 it just really like put it in. Man, listen, my night, my night was it was over. I didn't want to be there no more. Cause it was like now I have to walk around with this stain on me you know what i'm saying yeah so that was a moment i i ain't never been the guy that wanted to fight a person from <laughs> stepping on my sneakers <laughs> but i understand why some dudes be wearing like <laughs> trash sneakers you know what i'm saying to the club because uh, you know it's gonna get alcohol spilt on it and stepped on never wear nice your favorite shoes to, to a club. yeah that reminds me you know what i mean i didn't have a bugging moment but i think somebody somebody was ready to have a bugging moment on me Word. in the club man it kind of like that so you know you be in the club and it'd be you know it'd be kind of packed so i must have like you know like shifted my elbow and i knocked the person's drink out their hand or whatever man they went ready to, i i looked at them but i was like he was like man this drink cost me five i said five dollars i did this <laughs> i said man get out of here oh my <laughs> oh gee wow. i said man get out of here <laughs> listen he was gonna let it go until you fanned yeah. them off that's yeah. crazy man the people i was with they they like stepped in they said uh-oh <laughs> it's about to go down i was like <laughs> my friend said he goes he was like man Juan is crazy dude <laughs> he was like i ain't never seen nobody fan nobody off like that before <laughs> man there's been some weird it, no i fanned them off and then just like turn my back like whatever man like like more was, disrespect like, oh. <laughs> yeah the disrespect level has risen by three uh, times that's wild man yeah well i'm gonna tell you this though like on some real stuff you know that's one of the reasons why i like going to lounges see lounges yeah. you can have your cocktail you can dance if you want to but it's all about the ambiance sitting down that conversation and stuff like that yeah that's more my speed now that i'm older all right yeah. well <laughs> yeah I that's appreciate a- you man <laughs> Man, I man, thank you for coming on. No doubt. You know, definitely uh appreciate uh 
sharing your album with all of us. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you. that art, that, that piece, that, that, that great artwork that you got out and that's coming out. Yes, Everybody sir. should go out and if you don't get the pre-order, stream it. Yep. Stream it like a thousand times. And, uh, stream it like a thousand times and buy it two times. Yeah. Because you know like, listen, on some real stuff, man, supporting what I'm doing, supporting what OG Wan's doing is really the reason why we're able to continue to do it. So we got things that people enjoy, right? They enjoy my music. They enjoy this show. It's like support it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you got a Patreon or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I got, yeah, I got the Patreon. I was like, I don't, I don't, I didn't pull it up. Well, my Patreon. So I use, I use social, I use like social media kind of in different ways. Yeah. Like, uh, my Patreon is really like, if you're a, if you're a musician and you want to go, or you know, you're you're starting out and you just want to get like some tips and tricks. I got like a lesson series that I put on my Patreon. Dope. You know, and well, so just like I was like, because I was, like, I didn't want to put like the same content on what I'm doing on YouTube on the patreon word i mean i don't know how i don't know how to you know yeah. market it in that way i'm just yeah. saying that like so even if it's just oh yeah even if, that, if you want to support just go to uh yeah go to the patreon and you should support you know, because yeah. honestly man it makes a difference man we i'll put that i'll put that up there it. so I, I do have the patreon up there so i'll, I'll put that up there pull it up pull yeah. it up lock and, in but it's a yeah it's a great way to uh to support, yeah, to support the channel is to is to go to the Patreon. Facts. We're gonna have to get you some merch. Yeah, I, I need some merch. Dude. But you know, I, I mean, you know what? I, I wore this. I wore this uh, hoodie that I found. That's dope. I don't, I don't know. You know, support your friends. There you go. That's uh. <laughs> I like so that. I, so having like you that. on, having you on the show, I was like, I. And not only that, I was like, this goes perfectly with the, <laughs> <laughs> with the uh. With the, with patch the patchwork work. threes, patchwork it, threes, it goes perfectly with it, you know. I was, but that's the that's the great thing is that you know being able to support each other. That and that was one of the reasons why I created this platform mm. was to it was to make sure that you know what, it's really not about me. It's about everybody that I know. And if you want to come on, because everybody's got something to say. Facts, hundred <laughs> percent. Everybody's got something to say. I mean, it looks like it on Instagram and on Facebook and <laughs> yeah. Twitter. Everybody has something to say. But if you really, but if you, but if, but if you're also out here doing other things, you yeah. need other platforms yeah. to to spread your message. And listen, mm -hmm. we we build off of each other, man. I want to yeah. see your your brand, this channel, continue to grow as as myself. And anything that I can do to help, you know, you got it, man. man. You being here on the channel, yeah, man. That's 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 it right there. Yeah. Well, it's an honor for me, man. Honestly, this is my first interview in a long time, and no so I got the. So that's the great thing is I got the exclusive OG one first interview. That's right for uh, cameraman, the man of the year, Volume One, one Black Rose. Holla, man! So again, I do thank you for coming on the show. It's an honor, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. You well, friend. just remember, keep your kicks fresh and your groove tight. Peace. Peace.